Way louder than me. I like being louder for once. Wow, Eric. My name's on the marquee after yours. What marquee? Oh, oh, oh. I don't, I don't, there's no time for this pre-show today. Just do your impression of that lady from Well, NPR. now I don't want to. Just do that to lead into the show. The pretentious food lady. But I mostly enjoyed being the French person instead of the pretentious food lady. Okay, so on NPR, we were listening to no, these Don't people. explain, just do it for like five seconds, 10 seconds, 15, 20, we'll do 20. I never thought about putting caviar with asparagus before. And I have to tell you, it was amazing. I had never thought of it. Have you ever thought of that before? Wow. That was my impression. Is that 20? Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. I am cantankerous. And I'm sick. <laughs> It's my mood. I don't know what's going on with this microphone. I'm ho- I hope it doesn't clip throughout the show. It's a very expensive microphone. It was $45. <laughs> hey, big spender! And the, look, your microphone is a very expensive Shure microphone. I don't even know why it's on a Tascam. Ooh, Tascam. They sound, they're similar. Just a lot of times my levels are lower. That's what people say when they haven't spent a lot of money on their microphone. I mean, it's this. It's comparable to this expensive look, one. I got a gift card for Christmas. And uh, I didn't spend too much. I used the gift card, the $50 gift card uh-huh. at B&H Photo Supercenter in New York. What is that? It's a giant photo store run by Hasidic Jews. Oh. So it's closed for long so stretches of time. Whenever there's a holiday, a Jewish holiday. Oh, the just, high holidays? They just shut the whole thing down. They don't care. I kind of like that. Like when I visited Spain and they would shut. That was me going like this. Don't worry. That was me. Greg freaked out just now. I saw him. I saw him wince because he saw a clip on the screen but really it was me going don't worry it's just me and he stopped staring at the screen yeah don't okay. look at it. Okay, uh, i'm gonna get into the, the- wait i wait i said i was in spain and they would shut down in the afternoons and i really liked that because they for real would have like siestas yeah <laughs> it's fine it's fine i mean if you're not there living that life and able to enjoy that it's fine uh, I find it to be annoying because I want to go somewhere at 4.30. Like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not opening again till 8. You're relaxing. I'm not saying I want to eat dinner at that point, but things are just in Sundays, everything is shut down. Hmm. But it's I need things when I need things. Cater to me. Your mental health and your culture means nothing to me. Hmm. I am all that matters. That's why I break the rules. But if you break the rules, then you're a piece of shit. Right. The rules are only meant to be broken under very specific circumstances that only apply to you. Yes, that's the way it goes, and that's the way it's always going to be. Okay. Got it. So our topic this week, Autumn, it is your week to pick. Mm-hmm. And uh, surprise me, because we don't talk about anything. We, don't, we rarely ever talk anyway outside of the show. So no. just you know, surprise me with this. I, could, I, I wonder, what could it be? I would like to talk about gambling what yeah i'm not prepared for this me either wait well, am i supposed to be surprised no you're, you're surprised you're supposed to be oh, prepared i mean uh-huh. yeah <clears throat> you love gambling i love gambling you could have a gambling addiction i think. you know what i don't think i could have a gambling addiction because i don't typically have addictions but if i had a lot a lot a lot of money just disposable income I think that I would want to. I would be one of those people who spends a lot of time at a casino, you know. And maybe, like, okay, 
sorry, I said in the beginning of this show that I'm a little sick. So I might be like coughing or something or <laughs> sniffing off the mic. I'm well, that was right into the mic. Well, as, as a demonstration, not as. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Do um, your thing. Do your bodily functions. Okay, thank you. Only some will judge. Okay. <laughs> Others will understand. So it seems like if you're a high roller, you, I'll judge. you have a very small amount of things that you can play and that you can do. You know, if you're a high roller, it's like you have to play uh, poker or maybe like, um, uh, what is that French one that they play in Hard Day's Night? <laughs> You did not prepare for this at all, did you? There's like some French game I, that you play. It's not backgammon. It's something else. What? Baccarat? Yes. Baccarat. Baccarat. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Or even, uh, yeah, I feel like high rollers don't even play roulette, you know? And I want to play things that are really simple. Well, you're getting right. We just need to start with your problem. I'd like to start there, if you don't mind. I've never seen you light up. Then uh, when someone mentions gambling, your eyes, they light up. Yeah. Your life, the deadness inside disappears. It just, it's like the fog lifts uh -huh. and the lighthouse is shining its light across the harbor, telling the boats it's safe, safe, safe passage here. Like an old dog it's like, with cataracts. Yeah, watch All out. of a sudden they clear up. <laughs> watch out for this part that you know juts out, but uh, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Uh, that was a terrible analogy trying to use. You're also boats. a little sick. <laughs> I could have just made my point, but I try to no keep going on. keep no, going with this boat analogy how else am i like a boat <laughs> you have a nice starboard oh check out my port side beach yeah maybe you want to swap my poop deck <laughs> there you go we made we maybe that's the best we can do in saving i think so but you know it's like if someone dumped a bunch of pills on a table for me someone sure. said here's a player's card for the local <laughs> casino oh yeah Preloaded with $15.63. That's all I need. I'll turn that into $116. No problem. If there were a family function going on, um, you know, some other order of business that you're supposed to take care of, I, I feel as though you would skip out on those things to get to the casino. Okay. So for comedy's sake, yes, I would totally do that. For realsies sake, no, I would not. Maybe not right now, but if you got deep in, which I think you could pretty easily. No, I don't have the addiction thing. I don't have that. So I wouldn't start doing something that would be irresponsible. But it's all... Lose enough money and win enough money. It all changes. You'll find that thing. What does that mean? I, I think when you have a big high or a big low, oh. that it triggers something else in your brain. If you're playing the penny slots and you're well, walking away with $2.70. Uh-huh. Then maybe, yeah. Then maybe it can you can keep it at bay for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But it, I, I'm not trying to claim that you'd actually fall into it. I just know that you like gambling, and I that's do. the point that I'm trying to make. So, and I've just never seen you like something so much. Yeah, I um, it started really being noticeable when I was in a pretty low point living in Laurel, Maryland, where I really <clears throat> didn't like where I lived. Okay, hold on, right there. Uh huh. It started at a low point. <laughs> As most addictions begin. Yes, sure. It started at a low point. Things weren't great. I hated where I lived. So I started looking for distractions. Okay, not the casino, but I have always enjoyed a scratch off. 
You know, it's always for me, it was something I always got on road trips, especially in different states. If I was in a different state, then I really enjoyed getting a scratch off in that state. But the problem is, is that you get it at a gas station and then you get back on the road and you scratch off and uh, you you win and then you're out of Illinois in like 15 minutes. And so then you have to remember on your way back to stop at an Illinois gas station and get the $2 that you've won or whatever. So like I said, and then... But that's a form of regulation. Uh, It's like, I only drink on Sundays. In the sense of, yeah, I only take pills when I steal them from my aunt and I'm only at her place every two months. I'm not out buying pills. I'm just stealing them from my aunt. It all begins somewhere. Okay. Well, that's where... And I really don't mean to imply that you're going there. I just wonder if you could get there sometimes. I mean... All right. So you started with the scratch off. Yeah. Do you have some methodology with the scratch off? Meaning when I get a scratch off ticket, the rare occasion that I do usually on Christmas, mm-hmm. my mom still gives me a scratch off <gasps> ticket. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. And it's usually a $10 or a $20 <gasps> scratch off ticket. What? That's awesome. Yeah. Isn't it? A man who's 38 years old still getting <laughs> scratch off tickets from his mother. Are they stocking stuffers? Yes. It's in a yeah, stocking. Of course. The same stocking I've had as a kid. That's sweet. Yeah. I mean whatever I, it, it was gonna take us on a different road <laughs> society says i should be at a point in my life where i'm spending uh, christmas and holidays major holidays with different people because maybe i should have started a family but i'm still going whatever we don't need to go down that path that's a different topic anyway i like to some people just scratch the whole thing off quickly oh yeah i don't do that i uh i like to take my time and i jump around the board if you want to call it the board Okay, but now wait, there are different strategies for different tickets. Because if you're talking about. Because you're not changing anything. But you kind of are with your mind somehow with how you scratch it off. You're changing (laughs) what's underneath the scratch off material. I know that that's not the case, but it feels like you are. And that's what this is all about. It's like believing in a little bit of magic, even though I know it's not real. It's the same thing as your horoscope. Or like looking at your zodiac sign. I don't believe in that. I don't believe, you know, the stars and where they were when the day you were born and what it means for what your sign is. All of that is BS. I get that. I I, I get that. But when you read about certain signs and you know people who are those certain signs and they match up really, really well, it's difficult to not believe in it. So, uh, and it's kind of more fun to believe in it because what am I doing in this world? Am I here to have a, a fun time or am I here to only, you know, participate in the letter of the law? I can, I can do both. I can do the letter of the law and also have a fun time. So I'm going to believe in the astrological signs a little bit for fun. I'm not going to depend on them. I'm not going to like hook my anchor into it and be like, this is what I live my life based on. It's the same with gambling. I'm not going to anchor my ship to it and say like, this is the only way that I can make, you know, this $10 into 20, but let's have fun and see if I can. And I'm going to do that by scratching off my ticket in a very specific way. But you believe it changes. I don't really believe it changes. But it feels, but I do it a certain way because but that's maybe. The fantasy. the fantasy is it changes. Yes. Like, I guess, I guess the fantasy. <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. What are we doing this for? Am I actually doing it because I need to make $10? No, I'm doing it for fun. So I'm going to believe in the fun thing, which is like maybe the way I scratch it off influences if I win or not. 
I guess the reason I scratch it off when I jump around the board, like it, let's just say it's a simple ticket where there's some numbers at the top. Those yeah. are like the winning numbers, numbers and you have to match. Uh, and I jump around. And those $20 tickets, for example, I don't know how many you get, 27 numbers. It's, I just jump around because I know it's random. I was like, I'm going to scratch randomly too. Interesting. Because I feel like if you go in order and you get near the end, the very last number surely could be a winner. But I, it makes me feel as though there are diminishing chances. The uh, closer yeah. I get to the end, I'm like, well, I'm just jumping around. Like, and then knows? based on like what the numbers are. So like if your top number, <clears throat> I'll keep it simple and it's like 26 and you're scratching off from the beginning and it's like 25, 24. 20, I'm like, oh, they're fucking with me. They're not going to give me the real number. This is as close as I'm going to get. Yeah, and I think I do wonder how much. There's so many tickets that it can't be done purposefully. There's, some, <laughs> there's a guy. There's like a jerk. There's some out. Well, it's, <laughs> it's maybe su supposed to stir some excitement. Sometimes I scratch off the winning amount only. And if I see it's like the big $50,000, like that's not a winner. Oh, And I scratch right. off the number. But if he sees a free ticket, it's like, oh, I won. I yeah, know. for Before sure. Before I scratch off the number, I know. That's a good point. If it's $10, like maybe I won. Yeah. If it's 50, eh, there's a chance. But anytime I see 10,000. Yeah. Like, nah, Didn't win this one. I, I'm not, I'll scratch the number, but I know it's not a winner. Um, and then when you're playing actual lottery, like Powerball or Mega Millions. I never or, do that ever. Um, I, that's about, you pay $2 and you dream for a few days about yeah. all you would do with the money. And I always allot money for other people. I'm like, I give this person a million dollars and this person a million dollars and this person a million dollars and this person a million dollars. And it's like, where do you draw the line? Yeah. Who's the line? Who's the line? Uh -huh. Who's the person who would be next or wouldn't get the million dollars from you? Yeah. Who doesn't make the cut? And then that would probably ruin that friendship. So the thing is, is that you don't give any to anyone. Yeah, I guess. And that feels shitty though. But the, the, your chances of winning that are zero. Right. I know it's not zero because people do win it. And that's the big trick. Because what is the The chances are it's more likely you're going to get struck by lightning. That's what I've always heard. But do you think that's true? It's probably true. Yeah. Um, but because people win, you see that. And yeah. yeah, sure. There's a chance. There's 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 a chance that you could walk away with millions I though, feel, though I surely wouldn't play for only 100 million or 150 million. It's not enough for me. One, I'm one of those people who only jumps in when the jackpot's 600 million or 1 but billion. But then, then you're less likely to win. Because more people are more playing. more people play. No, you actually have the same exact chance of winning. Really? Yeah. But if less people are playing, then wouldn't you have more of an advantage? No. Why? Because quite often it only gets to that point because there are no winners. It doesn't change the odds just because oh. more people are playing. I really don't know how stuff like that works. Oh, well, it's the same thing with roulette where people look at the numbers that have come up. Oh. They're like, two just came up. I'm not playing two this time. Right. So but it has two, the same Two odds. has the same exact oh, okay. chance to come up again as it did before. Or red or black. It's been red six times in a row. It's got to be black this time. No, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't. I like, it's I like playing same. odds. For roulette. Well, the odds just reset with every spin. Oh, I just mean odds. Like I like to play. Oh, you like playing odds. I like to bet. But only odds. On the odds. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? You have the <clears throat> same chance. Um, so I don't like playing mega ball or whatever that's called. You're just <laughs> pretending it's sports. How you get sports uh, wrong when you try to talk about some no i really i don't know what it's what is it the lottery i don't play the lottery but but scratch offs are part of the lottery so i guess i do play that yeah. but i don't play the thing where it's like you have to guess the numbers or whatever um 
but I love a scratch off. Oh, I was going to say when I was in Laurel, I realized, okay, so I've always liked a scratch off or two. Um, but then when I was in Laurel, I was kind of in a lower point in my life and I started to always look for an opportunity to get a scratch off. If I was by myself and I stopped at the gas station, I'm going to go get a scratch off. If I went to the get, uh, to the grocery store for like, oh, we need milk. Like, I'll go get it. And then I would go buy the machine at, in the grocery stores and get a scratch off. And sometimes it was getting more and more like where if I had $5, I would think like, how am I going to spend this $5 on scratch offs? And so I'd sit in my car and I would, you know, kind of like place my bets. Sometimes it would be like three $1 scratch offs. Sometimes it would be two $2 scratch offs. Sometimes it'd be like, and then one time I got the five $5 scratch off and I thought, oh, this time I've put the money in. I'm going to win this one. And I didn't. <laughs> it was really sad. And then I started watching YouTube videos of people buying like thousands of dollars of $20 scratch offs and how they made some, uh, they, they did win some money, but they nowhere near came to the amount they spent on the tickets. No, I could tell you that for a fact, because when I worked in promotions at the radio station in New York, I was on the air on the weekends. And then during the week I was promotions coordinator. I hated that job. Weird. Well, I just wanted to, you know, I just moved to New York. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'll take this job also. I sucked at it. I quit. Uh, I, from the first week, this is just an aside, after the first week of that job, I think my plan was, I'm just going to do this for a year. I'm new to New York. Let me do the promotions for a year. After the first week, it's like, I'll never make it. And I didn't. Really? I, I made it eight months. And that was that was really difficult. Um, but I was able to transition out of that <laughs> and still work at the radio station. Point is, they New Jersey Lottery and New York Lottery would give us scratch-offs mm -hmm. to give away on the air. Yeah. And by law, you're obligated if you're talking about it on the air the prize has to be given away but the prize never said what it was so they would give us like hundreds of dollars of scratch off tickets and i'd pick some winners and some would be given away on the air because the promote promos on the air didn't say we're giving away this certain number it's just your chance to win some lottery tickets and okay so as long as you did that you're not breaking any laws and then i would keep some of the lottery tickets fun and i would scratch them off were they dollars or were they more they were, they were mostly dollars. I think maybe there were some $2 tickets. But going through those, yeah. It's I mean, I, fun. It was no skin off my back because I didn't, you know, you I didn't just even had spend them. the money. No, so whatever I got. But going through a lot of tickets, you see how low the chances really are. And never was it a giant prize. I think the most I ever got was $100. Ooh, that's big. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a nice prize to get. But there's these jackpots, <laughs> even for a dollar ticket, I know they'll get huge, but they're yeah. big enough. 5000 sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's the same things. Like, yes, there's an opportunity to win 5,000 somewhere out there. One ticket, two tickets. I don't know what the numbers are. Yeah. But you see, you, I, you, I saw how low the odds are. Then again, that ticket does exist. It could <laughs> be. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. It's fun to dream about winning. It's It's fun to think like, Okay, but maybe one more. Well, I playing the numbers <laughs> for the drawings. Uh -huh. Part of the fantasy is, yes, how will my life change? What will I do? What yeah. will I change? I'll still live pretty modestly. Yes, I'll get a bigger apartment. But it doesn't need to be extravagant or huge. It'll right. just be, and I don't want one of those new construction apartments. I'll just go find a nicer, uh, older apartment and 
It's in good shape, and it's got three rooms. <laughs> Ooh, because three. I've, I've had one or one and a half rooms for a very long time. Three, that's extravagant for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't need a car, but part of it, let me go back into my way. And uh, if I had a car, <laughs> I wouldn't get something fancy. I may even buy a used car. Ooh, get one of them Honda Accords. I, I, I don't know. If, I think out of some weird misplaced principle, I, I may actually still live modestly. But I think most people may think that and then just blow all the money. Yeah. No, because I feel the same way. And that if it, I got a bajillion dollars somehow, that I, I had more money than I knew what to do with, I would definitely sort of stay. It it would just make it easier to live a way that I want instead of a way that I've always wanted. Do you understand the difference? Where it's like somebody who doesn't really think about what they want will automatically jump to like, it's what I've always wanted, which is like big, big, expensive, big. It doesn't really mean it's what they want. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 more like I want what I've never thought possible instead of what I actually might want. Does that make sense? Yeah. It so makes like sense. if you're coming from a place where it's like, I've never thought that I could ever have this much money ever, that I'm going to immediately jump to like the big house. I'm going to buy cars. I'm going to throw all this money around. I'm going to do this and that. But instead, if it's been, I'm going to think about what I actually want, it might not be a gigantic house. It might be just like enough of a house. And then you can live in a certain way where you don't want for anything but you don't have an extravagance of everything. Yeah, that makes sense. I get what you're saying. I think so if you got the money, yeah. you would, uh, what would you, what would you upgrade? <clears throat> uh, immediately, what would I upgrade? Don't tell me you would get Botox. Do not. No. <laughs> don't tell me you would go there. I don't. No, I wouldn't get Botox. I might get some like, I don't need you with one of those faces from a killer attack of, attack of the killer clowns from outer space. Yeah. Well, I want to. I I brought in a picture of the it clown, minus the teeth. I don't want to look like that because I mean, rich people look like that. They do. So I want to look. It's a status rich. symbol. Mm-hmm. Your face looks like it's a scary clown face. I would get treat. Okay. If I, okay, when you're talking about something like that. Um, I would get treatments, not injections, but just treatments like peels and such. Um, I would, I don't know, honestly, just like get things that are sitting in my carts online. You know, like I have four things in my target cart right now. I would just throw that. I would put some. I know it's so stupid. Would it be thirty-seven dollars? <laughs> no, it's like two hundred bucks. You just got four hundred eighty million dollars after taxes. <laughs> yeah. Finally, I can buy $200 worth of things at Target. I would uh, pay off a lot of things. I'd pay off my um, credit card and student loans. And then, I don't know, accessories wise, you know, like what is that called? Um, Not necessities, but something else. I don't know. I kind of don't feel like I want for too much. I think I would be spiteful with it yeah let's say someone was rude on the subway you would take out a billboard with their face on it well uh, <laughs> you know they yelled for no reason mm-hmm. or they blasted some music mm-hmm. or 
whatever it is, I would follow them to work and then I would go find their manager and I'd said, I'll give you $150,000 right now if you fire this person. Fire them and you get $150,000. See if they did. I was like, all right, $500,000. I keep pushing it until they fired the person and then I'd make sure the person, I would watch them get fired. Legally, I know that the corporation <laughs> can't just get rid of a person and if this came out that... But I look, there's people, surely, I think everyone's got a price. And so someone would do something unethical for a certain price. Uh-huh. And then I would make sure when the person was fired, I was like, next time don't blast your music. And maybe you'll still have a job. What a cool thing that would be. Wow, that's what I would do. I would teach the world lessons with my money. I think you could, instead of getting them fired, because then you're affecting people around them in their lives they're not a good influence on those people yeah but they need it doesn't matter if they're a good influence it 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 would mean that you're taking food out of the children's mouths. fine i mean there's a chance that happens. how about you take their picture or you record it or something and then you buy commercial airtime and you play that you play them um uh bothering you Okay, I could do that. And then it would be like a political ad, you know, like where the political ads play the person in black and white and make them sound really horrible. You could do that too. Or I would do this. Let's say or take a billboard. Oh, take a take an ad out on the subway and make it specifically the car where you saw them, like the the train that you saw them, and so that they would see themselves. Yeah, I could do that. You're right. Okay, fine. Okay. Other people shouldn't have to pay. I'm a good influence on you. Well, yeah, I was thinking that, say, someone's driving. Not that I drive often, but when I do drive, I mm-hmm. see if there's traffic and someone decides, I don't need to sit in traffic. I'm going to drive on the shoulder. Yeah. I'd hunt that person down. <laughs> and then I'd say, right now, I'm gonna give, I'll give you $25,000 if you let me take a video of you saying that you're a piece of shit. And say, I'm the biggest piece of shit. You have to mean it and maybe some other demeaning things. Okay. And then I'd make that a commercial. Okay. And I'd air that. I want your full name. I'd make them sign a waiver so we could do this. For twenty grand, someone would. Someone, why yeah, I would do it. Twenty dollars. Like I'm a piece of shit. I drive in the shoulder because I think uh, I don't need to sit in traffic. They wouldn't feel like that is something shameful. I think they'd be excited that they're yeah, on sure, TV. But then, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you see me? I'm the guy. You gave me twenty grand. All right, that's commentary in our society. Yeah, I, I'm on TV. I don't care what for. you're. You're gambling. That that person would actually be shamed. This is what I would do with my money. Gambling. I would be, That's our topic. It's a public. Well, it's still. <laughs> Not Greg's vengeance. <laughs> well, we're talking about what we would do with winnings from gambling. And yours are all about being some like vigilante. Well, there's a couple things. We can get back to gambling. I don't do it that often because I do feel like uh, I need to prove that I'm I'm smarter than this. Who am I then proving what? that to? Than an idiot who would play the lottery or oh, who would okay. go to the casino and blow a lot of money. Or it's like the casino is kind of this thing in my mind. We, this is the moment you walk through the door, there are cameras trained on you. You can't always cameras trained everywhere. And they just look like idiot, 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 idiot. Everyone is in the casino. Uh-huh. They just, those guys in the back, like, look at all these idiots. Look at that idiot. And sometimes they just zoom in on people's face, like, look at that idiot. Yeah. Because anyone that's in there is probably going to lose money. And Well, everybody loses money. Yeah, so that's part of the reason I don't like doing it because I don't want to give the satisfaction yeah. of having them take my money. And then I also really just hate losing money. 
I can't stand it. Like it really, but I feel sick if I lose money because it just seems like a waste. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to go into a casino with, I'm speaking very conservatively, $50 and you go in and you just lose it quick. You know, <clears throat> especially if you do something like at a high price table, you know, let's say you have $200, you go in and you pay like a, you pay, you know, $25 a hand and you are playing blackjack or something, you lose it so quickly, just hand after hand after hand, lose, lose, lose. Maybe you win a couple, but it all just goes so quickly. That would be tough to lose. But if you go in with like a little bit and then you lose a little bit. Well, I don't even like that, but yes. A little bit's fine to lose. You can feel as though you got some value out of your money because there was some entertainment yeah. that you bought. I bought some entertainment, got a free drink. Yeah, maybe. I feel all right about that. What do you mean maybe? I don't know. Sometimes they don't give you free drinks. No? Sometimes you have to buy drinks. Yeah. I guess. What are you talking about? <laughs> that uh, the casino here in Maryland... They don't give you free drinks. At least maybe they don't. You have to like hang around long enough for the waitresses to come find you. Maybe they get more waitresses as it gets like more nighttime. I assume they hang out here. <laughs> People are spending more money. If you're on the penny slots, you're probably not getting the waitress coming by that often. Mm. You have to be spending more money at the tables. They also, I mean, then they take their time and you have to stay there. Oh, that's true. Because you, I have my drinks coming. If I leave, they won't even know where, where I am and I want my drink. Right. So I'll stay here and I'll continue to spend more money. So that's smart of the casinos to do that because then you'll stay. I mean, the whole thing is no windows. Yeah. A lot of stimulation. So much noise. You would think. So I have sometimes issues with noise. Um, I don't like too many noises happening at once. <clears throat> Well, okay, it's not necessarily too many noises at once. It's more like conflicting noises. So I think why the casino's okay for me is because it's all the same noise. It's not like I'm trying to hear specific noise coming at me and then this other noise is interrupting it. So maybe that's okay, but it does sound like a big emergency in there. Like how does a how would you hear a fire alarm going off in a casino? Someone you would just think someone won. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I would hope that the fire alarm sounds a little different. Whoop, whoop. You're like, woo, somebody got 60 grand. Yeah, but maybe it's one of those. Eh, eh. Yeah, maybe. It could be a different one. <laughs> that would be something if a fire broke out and nobody knew. Yeah. And they, they just thought it was a big winner. It is sad to be in a casino. And I don't know if, so in Maryland, there are, well, there's the one in DC sort of that's the MGM. And then there's this one in uh near the mall uh that's called live casino and it is interesting to see the people that are in there the people that i mean the people that are there are i feel like are the same people you'd see in like the bingo halls you know older uh those not in a wheelchair necessarily but those ones that like are walkers that have seats in them what do they do in there Killing time. I think it gets bored. Life gets boring when you get old. What else are you going to do? And then a casino opens up down the street or close by and you don't have to make it a trip. You don't have to go to Atlantic City or Vegas like you used to right. have to. And I can just go 
on a little drive and pay play the penny slots, which is what my grandmother used to do. How much money do you spend on it, though? Well, the thing with the penny slots is you have to always at least bet, seemingly, I think, more than 50 cents. So, yeah, it's pennies, but it's more. Yeah, you buy, it's a credit, right? So I think I saw one that was like 30 credits. That was the cheapest one. So you had to spend like 30 cents at the very least. Yeah, which is fine, but. But still, you ain't getting much if you're betting 30 cents. No, but that's just, you're there. You're just. You don't want to lose or spend too much money. Um, and you, you have some time. Spend a few hours at the casino. I don't know what else you do at that point in your life. At that age? If you don't live in a home that has planned activities for you, you just make your way to the <laughs> to spend your your money? Yeah, your social security check comes in and you <clears> go straight <throat> to the casino. Yeah. That'd be an interesting stat. If if you could track social security money and see how much goes to the casinos, I would be curious. Um, but if it was all the money I had, I would not enjoy the casino. But when it's like, I got a little miles, see what happens. There are people who go every single day. Yeah. And there's people. There was one time this woman was playing um, <laughs> roulette. Mm-hmm. There's a video of roulette. And uh, which I love playing, by the way, I'll play video of roulette all day because you don't have to sit at the table with other people and the other people don't know that you don't know what you're doing. And then (laughs) you don't have to feel embarrassed when you lose and the dealer looks at you and thinks, hey, I got your money. This is all in my head. This is the way I don't play uh, table games. Yeah. I know I'm getting off on another. We'll get back to that in a second. Okay. This lady won $1,500, then won $3,700. And I thought this was a big deal. And I said, oh, wow. And then some other guy who apparently, he's like, that's nothing. She won like $45,000 the other day. It's like, what the hell? But I wonder how much, one, you have to be betting a lot. Yeah. Like To win $3,700? Yeah. You have the choice on those. You can play $1 at a time uh, or you can play $50 chips, even though it's all virtual. Uh, I, I think she was playing the $50. So how much is she actually losing? Right. So every once in a while, you're going to hit big. Yeah. So yeah, if she's winning 3700 right? 37000 No. Well, apparently once she won 45000 he said. But uh, who knows over the long run how that's playing out. Yeah. So, But the, uh, she hasn't run out of money. It's the same. It's, it's, this is a, this is like a bigger version of what we're saying where you take a thousand dollars and you buy a thousand dollars worth of scratch offs. It's the same thing. You you will win money, but you're not going to win back the the amount of money that you put in. So overall, if she, I'm going to assume that maybe she is like in the red at like a little bit, but it's not like thousands and thousands of dollars were in the red, right? Again. Something I would be interested in I guess in it's the same thing like you said about scratch-offs. It's like maybe, maybe she's the one who's doing it right. I just don't see over the long run because casinos stay open. Right. The house always wins. That's the thing. But, you know. Most I just people, made that up. Most people don't <laughs> want to put in that much time or effort. They don't want to take the risks involved anyway. So, yeah. you know, casinos make I, probably short term. It's easier to lose money. I guess or win. Like someone can go in and just win some money. Like I'm done and leave. 
So the short term, though, I assume if you're there again, if it's a mall casino, like the one you were talking about live (laughs) and people are going for a day trip, you're more inclined not to spend that much. But if you've made a trip to some gambling town, yeah, you're going to be spending more. And then I assume in those trips you lose, you end up losing, you leave. Oh, well, yeah, including like what you give to the hotel, you know, uh, to stay there. I'm sure that they're winning overall. But with the averages, if you go every single day and you spend a lot, who knows? Yeah. Anyway, back to these. uh, I kind of want to be that person. See, this. I was thinking earlier when you're talking about living in Laurel and things weren't going well. And these tickets were filling a hole in your life. Uh Uh-huh. They were providing a way out of Laurel, maybe, the opportunity, maybe I'll win, we can get out of uh, here. It was never that thought about. It was just something. That's the thing. You don't think about these things. It's, it's doing something yeah. in your brain that your subconscious likes. And then yeah, it's the like little thing, boosts of serotonin or something, right? Or dopamine. Yeah, and the same thing as winning, no matter what. Sure, if you win big, you're going to feel great. But if you win 10 bucks, you still feel good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't last as long. You don't think about how it's going to change your life, but it's nice. It's like it's won $10. Mm-hmm. And if you lose, it's a low. But if you play a lot, you got highs and lows, and it's exciting because of that because you're all over the map and you feel alive. And that's how you can get hooked on it. And That's why it's called Live Casino. Yeah. Because you feel alive. I'm going to steal your life. <laughs> it's going to end up happening. I, it's the same as any other addiction. And you saying that you want to be the person who goes every day. Yeah. I don't. I just I can. I can see it happening. Yeah. I'm not. Um, if you're fine in your life. But if you get to a low point. Okay. I'm not at a low. Let's say I'm not at a low point. But it seems like a fun little hobby. Sure. To like just burn money. Sure. But you're using like the card that they give you. You get rewards things for how many games you play. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, I spent $10,000. Now I've got $30 credit to use on the buffet. Great. Yeah, I know. It just feels good. It's like the rewards cards. That's for credit cards. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to go out too far off, but wow, cash back. Yeah. You spend $1,000. You got 10 bucks. You feel good? Yeah, okay, great. I got $10 because I gave you 1000 Yeah. I don't think about it like that. I know that's the correct way. I mean, that's exactly what's happening. But to me, I'm just like, wee, $10. That's the point. But listen, with those cash back cards, at least I'm spending it on things that I would already spend it on. So you get, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to the grocery store anyway. Yeah, but the player's card. Yes, the player, that's true. The player's card, I mean, is... I think it offsets the low of losing. Right. You're like, at least I made, you know, 20 cents. That low over time can get you out of the casino, but if they can still get your money, offset it with a little perk here or there, uh, you're going to stay. You're going to spend more. Is it bad to enjoy gambling? In moderation, no. I don't think anything... I'm not one to look down on vices, I'm fine with people who want to do drugs. I'm fine with people who want to hook up with prostitutes. I'm fine with people who want to gamble. It doesn't bother me. But it can get to the point where it's too much and it takes over your life. So, no, that's my answer to your question. Yeah. You know, I don't, when I, when, when you say that 
Okay, when I'm saying I want to be the person that goes every day, what I really am saying is that I want to be the person who wins every day and does well. I don't want to be the person who's there and looks like disheveled and sad and gambling away all their money. I want I just I just want to be the person who's winning. But that's the thing is that you can't just be the person who's winning. To win, you have to lose and to lose, you have to win. You could become a professional gambler. Yeah, there's um continuing education uh, classes at the community college for gambling. You can, like take classes on how to play games and how to win them. But still, the odds are never <laughs> in your favor. That seems gross. I don't like that that exists. That bothers me. I'm sorry. You can blow your nose. Get it out. <sighs> okay. Get the snot out of there. I'm not feeling well. Okay. <laughs> I know. All this gambling talk. Um, no, I was going to say, when I was saying about the uh, table games, I'm just very intimidated by them. Totally. It's scary. I don't like playing um, uh, blackjack with people because I'm so nervous about how they can count the amount of points that I have before I can. And I'm scared to like hit when I'm not supposed to. And you or... steal a card that they need. Oh, yeah. If you're before them. Yeah. And you hit on a hand that maybe you shouldn't hit on. Right. And then they needed that card. And then and they maybe look at I you and they get angry. Bust. Yeah. And then they don't get the card that they need. Yeah. And then who knows what they, because this, their, their money is at stake. I, I never want to play. That's blackjack. why if I do play blackjack at a table, it would be at the very low stake table so that I'm with other people who are also betting like a dollar a game or whatever it is. I don't even think that exists. I think the the lowest is probably five. <laughs> I, sometimes during the day, I think you can find $5 tables. Yeah. I uh, The one time I sat down when I was in Vegas and played roulette, I devised this system. I was just playing a bunch of lines uh-huh. and maybe odd or even or black or red. Yeah. Uh, but it was like $9 bets every time because if you put a bet on a line that's a cross between four numbers, you win $9. Okay. And quite often I was just breaking even. Yeah. Because it kept me in the game. Right. And I think the dealer was getting annoyed with me. The dealer hadn't said anything. I ended up winning $120. Why would they be annoyed by that? Who? Can, what's it to them? Because I'm playing a way that I'm not going to win or lose. I'm taking a spot at the table. and. Oh, but what's it matter to them? They're just there. Yeah, I guess. This is just my paranoia thinking yeah. that I'm the center of attention and everyone's constantly thinking about <laughs> me, which clearly isn't happening. But I don't know. If you're there for an hour yeah. and you're just playing this ridiculously conservative way, <laughs> well you won 120 yeah for that person it's just their job maybe they don't care but i would still think if i were in their spot doesn't no, no it doesn't change anything for me but i would still have judgment that i would pass on that person and yeah i won 120 and then i didn't tip the dealer because i didn't know oh i wouldn't know either i think you're supposed to tip if you win what you're supposed to tip how the much I, depending on how much you win yeah. They didn't do anything. Well, they just spun a wheel. I don't know if it's percentage. I don't know the way it works. I have a question. When you're playing roulette with the dealer, and let's say you're playing with a bunch of people, how do they know who bet what? How do you how do they know what you bet? You have different colored chips. Oh. So I could just be yellow. Someone oh, else would be pink. Okay. Yeah, that's that's how they throw it. 
and they, they put the money. They, they're fast. They're good. They're professional. Yeah. It's like, yeah. wow, this is cool. And I really enjoyed sitting at the table and just doing that thing with the chips and sitting in front of you. <laughs> yeah, doing that, pulling them up and stacking them back. It's a great sound. Definitely. I really enjoyed that. And I, you know, getting the courage to do that. I was like, wow, cool. I'm going to do this again. And then the next day I was scared to go back to the table. You should go up there with like sunglasses on. Go to some really go <laughs> go to some low stakes blackjack table with sunglasses on and be extremely aloof. Play really horribly. <laughs> Why? What are you getting out of this, this performance art? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this. I'm trying to look up how much you're supposed to tip a dealer. Okay. Because I you can do that thing where you throw a chip at them. Yeah, you toss it to them. Yeah, like, here you go, real, Johnny. Real cool, like. You can tip your dealer by sharing your winnings with them. In this case, your tips should equal between 1% to 5% of each pot you win. Oh, if you're in a what? ring game and win $100 in a hand playing poker, you should give your dealer a $5 tip. Every time you win, I thought it was Whoa. at the end. You can just give chips to the dealer as a tip or you can place a bet for the dealers. Most people tip the dealers when they are winning and rarely tip when they are losing. Yeah, that makes sense. How much I tip the blackjack dealer? I didn't know that. I also wait until the count is in my favor before making a bet for the dealer. If you're a basic strategy player and you want to tip a friendly dealer, my recommendation is to tip a few dollars if you're a five or ten dollar better, and tip five dollars if you're a twenty-five dollar better. I wow. See, there's too many rules, and I don't know the way it works. Yeah, and I'm really bad at strategy, so I really just play like maybe this, you know, especially like when I when I was playing roulette, it'd just be like, what? I don't know. I'll just put it here. It's not like, hmm, okay, so statistically, this has come up before, and then that has come up. And we so already talked about that. It doesn't matter. You don't With roulette, there's no strategy. It's pure luck. Every You just ran. But there has to be statistically this is happening, that this will hap- This will occur. No. Why? No. It's not going to be double zero, double zero, double zero. Probably not. That's what could, I'm saying. But probably. The, but the chances of it being double zero, double zero, double zero in a row is the same as a, is it is 2 28 and 18 it's the same see i'm not good at strategy the point with roulette the way you were playing it it, it doesn't hurt your odds if you just randomly pick stuff yeah the whole <clears throat> thing's random it's like i'm randomly picking this and that and this and sure why not blackjack there's strategy right and if you can count cards which <coughs> i guess is very difficult to do these days because they use so many decks and they're shuffled. But if you can count cards, then you can cheat the system. And then with the slot machines, they're, I really, all, they're all digital now. Like the screens. Yeah. So many of them. I don't trust that. Not that they should have been trusted before when they were actual. Yeah, I feel like they're less trustworthy. When they were tangible wheels, though, something. I was like, well, there's a mechanism inside and it can be set a certain way. Yeah. But. What does it mean when they're called loose slots? <laughs> I think they're just winning a lot. But why, what slot is loose that's me? Uh, that's, it's just for some reason because chance is set out to have it pay out quite a bit. Mm. And it probably changes. But that, again, that's not a real thing. There's not a, I, I guess they can be programmed possibly to yeah. win more. But why yeah. would anyone do that? I don't to think, get people in their casino. Oh, okay. That's one slot. To spend machine. more money. We're known for our loose slots. Yes, that's what they say. Okay, then yeah, there's some, still, <clears throat> the percentage isn't 
in the player's favor. Never. But, but see, that doesn't really matter to me. Because one, the fantasy is like, I'll be the winner. Or I'll be smart enough to win and then go. Win and leave. It's a very hard thing to do. It is really hard. Because we, you're like, oh, I won that money so easy. Yeah, wasn't I want to keep winning that money so easily. Here it is. I have it. Yeah. And I don't even know what I did, but I have it. <laughs> well, that's the experience at those slots, those digital slots. Because I have no idea how those things oh, work. Oh, you're talking about, yeah, some of those slots have five reels. And I don't even know what the winning line is yeah. or how they... <laughs> How it's yeah. calculated, what you're looking for. Different things come up and you win a bunch of money and then seemingly the same thing comes up, rolls and rolls later and nothing happens. Like, I don't know how this works, but okay. Yeah, or something good comes up, what looks to be what good. What looks to be good, like, right. Wow, I should have won. And then zero. Nothing. <laughs> three, um, three pots of gold in a row? Oh, nothing. Why? That's why I don't trust them, that those I feel like are more easily programmed when. But again, it's the same thing as so your argument against saying that they have loose slots or programming something for people to win. That your argument for that is the same for programming them to not win, because if people just don't win, I feel like those can't be those are programmed to change on the fly because oh. they're just completely digital. It's like that person just, <coughs> you know, they instead of betting the minimum, they bet the maximum. Right. Lose. Have them lose. I see. I see. And it's like, oh, they bet the minimum. They're running out of money. Give them a win so they stick around. We can I know, see. keep them. Maybe they put a little more money in. It's all conspiracy theory on my part. Yeah. It's all cynicism. But that's the way the world works. <laughs> It is? Yes. <laughs> Through cynicism? Yes. No. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. If if most people aren't out for themselves, then I don't know. Well, I don't <laughs> I think most people are. I mean, but you aren't. No. Yeah, and there are people you're not completely unique in that way. No, I'm rare. Oh, you're right. Sorry. There's no one. I'm special in that it's way. It's like you. Yeah. Look, quite often I don't want to do things for other people, so I just avoid other people. Right, but, but you're I not don't... out to get people. And I think that, I think, uh, uh, okay, I'm not talking, <laughs> a casino wants to make money. That is their goal. So, but at the same time, if they're, plus I'm pretty sure they're regulated to not, <laughs> to not, to not just bet against somebody who's betting the most and saying, Make them lose. <laughs> How do you know? Because. They are regulated. They're regulated. I know they're regulated, but they're not going and checking every slot machine. Yes, they are. There's, there's, yes, they are. No, they set forth regulations. <laughs> they say, these are the rules you need to play by. Yeah. And the casino says, okay, sure. No, the yeah, casino we'll doesn't do the make the machines. They buy the machines from some place that's they regulated. they have control of the machine. No, they do yes, not. Yes, they do. Once they get the machines, they have techs. They open them up and the techs get in there and they make changes. And 
because they have to be repaired and stuff. They have people on staff. Yeah. It's not just the machines made. Yeah, this but is it. They, I'm sure once they're in the casino, there's some regulatory board that just like a food inspection yeah. probably comes in and tests yeah. the machines. There are laws and people break laws all the time. But casinos that are run by giant corporations will not risk their licensing to have machines <laughs> make you lose these because things, you've bet the most money. These things is probably a master switch somewhere. There's a regulator <laughs> in the house switch yeah. and they flip it and all the machines then run a different algorithm. Okay, uh-huh. Don't. Also, I don't know how you would prove it. I don't know how a regulator would sit there and go through every single machine. Because they put some, they probably, <clears throat> they probably put in some secret like code thing. The machine prints out something that tells them right, the wins and talk. losses. Okay, I don't want to talk about this. Only you know because I don't, because we don't, neither of us know what the I fuck know we're what about. I'm talking about. I don't like talking about things because then it's just a stupid show. No. <laughs> it's like, I read hey. a book about the Maryland fish and. Listen to these uh, two just say constantly. Gaming commission. I don't know. I don't know. That's also di- the fishing game. It's hunting. Gaming, I said. But it's not tied to fish. <laughs> Joke. That's. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> See, I can't even get your jokes no. because we're at the point where we're talking about something neither knows neither of us knows shit about. I know everything about and it. I'd be interested, and now I'm I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't put <laughs> homework in and figure out how these things are regulated. Yeah. Whoopsie. This is why we're only surface level. Uh that one review still has you under its control. Who was that? Are you listening? You've ruined Greg's life. Well, some more work could be put in, but this is more just about experiences. This isn't, t- this, in isn't life. this isn't called, you know, one lesson. How it's done. Yeah, this is uh us talking about something. And sometimes all we have to go on is our opinion. I just uh, which may or may not be uh from a point of education. Maybe we should switch the show. That's like an informational educational show. Instead of just uh, a conversational show, we'll put in a lot of work. We'll do interviews. All right, listen, we're taking your it's calls. Like how's it's made? We're we're taking your calls. How's if you made? would like, <laughs> how it's made. If you would like us to be more like how's it's made, press one now. <laughs> that was a good show. I saw how Twizzlers were made once. I don't remember. I don't think that's the name of the show. How it's made. It was one. It was a show on history. It was really. Yeah, I love that. It was cheap production costs really because it was cheap. just B roll and voiceover and some music that was. Stopped. Yeah, it wasn't B roll. They bum, had bum, to get. Bum, 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 That's my Sharona. That's not what <laughs> yeah. I meant. My Sharona. My Sharona starts out with bad stock music. That's a bad stock song. Sure. It is. I could I could hear that to the beginning of um the flower is pumped in from. A train car dropped off. It's pumped into the regulation machine, which then transfers it to a drum. Dye is added to the drum and mixed until it is cur- it is mixed to the perfect consistency. Cornstarch is added. <laughs> yeah, well, I can never listen to my Sharona the same way. Molten sugar is then added to the mix. It's B-roll. It's not stock footage, it's, but B-roll is just someone out with a the camera. They're getting original footage for it. Oh, okay. They went to I the factory. I was thinking of stock footage. But yeah. yeah, the very beginning where they do those like 
weird spin arounds, whatever it is. Like if it's a mound of M&Ms, you know, it's like just a bowl of M&Ms and like the bag next to it. And it's like just spinning, the camera's spinning around the bowl and looking at it from all different angles. Yeah. That's what our show should be. (laughs) I didn't like that we got into the regulation and had no idea. I did. Did you hear me? I was full of information. I wish you could still smoke in casinos. No, I'm so glad you can't. Man, I was also wish the quarters you still came out instead yeah. of the slips of paper. Look, it makes more sense, these slips that you get with the cash it's, out prices. Yeah. It's easy. You don't have to go to the cash year. Um, yeah. But it was something fun about all those quarters falling out and getting your hands being gray after playing for a long time, just the filth off the coins. Gross, yeah. The days have changed. Yeah, with those plastic buckets that you could get. Yeah. Fill your plastic bucket full of... <laughs> One of those. Yeah. yeah. And then even the... Uh... <laughs> yeah. How the quarter's made. Molten steel is pumped in. Everything's going to be the same. Steel. Steel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what a quarter is made out of. Maybe it's made out of steel. It's not, it's not steel. made of steel. I know it's not. I just I don't like this anymore. I don't like what's happening to us. <laughs> what if a quarter is made of steel? Wouldn't that be really heavy? I don't think <laughs> it's an alloy of some sort. I'm sure. Yes. And I look it up. What is a quarter made of? Yeah, it's made of an alloy. A mixture of metals, 91.67% copper, 8.33% nickel. Okay. Before 1965. No molten steel. Before 65. Are you sure? Before 65, the quarter was made of silver. So if you have a a quarter from before 65, illegally melt that shit and take it to the casino. Is that what it says? Illegally melt that shit and take it to the casino? No, but I don't. Does, Does your casino take... Molten steel. <laughs> Silver. Silver. They weigh it. Bum, 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 bum. All right. Molten nickel is then combined with an what are, alloy. What are your thoughts? Final thoughts on gambling. I love gambling and <clears throat> I can't wait to make more money so that going to the casino is a hobby. And I'll take some continuing education classes about how to win at roulette. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a strategy to roulette uh-huh. where you can place bets and have higher chance of winning. Right, right, right. I only said that because you kept saying that there's. Or it's the same exact the same chance. chance. Every time it yeah. is a new spin, the chance is reset. Okay. And Baccarat, let me tell you your best Baccarat? chances. I have no clue. Yeah. And craps. Oh, yeah. What is craps? Let me tell you the good chance. I don't know. I have. It's that's that's one of the games that draws crowds and everyone's really excited to watch. Yeah, the blowing of the dice. Just all superstition. Yeah. But and I sure if someone's on a run or whatever it's called, um, it's probably fun to watch, but I wouldn't know what to cheer for. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Like, is it good? I'd wait for everyone else to cheer and then I'd cheer with them. I tried watching a video once to learn how to play craps. Mm. None of it stuck with me. Cool. Yeah. That's my final thought. Okay. You wish you learned how to, you wish you knew what craps were. Yes. I wish I could understand the game. (laughs) 
craps. I think that'd be nice. Sure. I uh, want to know what Bakra is so that one day I can meet a spy. Because I feel like only spy- spies only play Bakra. Right? In foreign countries. No? Sure. That's, but that, if only spies played that, then that's how you would figure out if someone was a spy. No, no, not everyone around. who plays Bakra but is you said a only spy. Spies. But spies only play Bakra. Okay, but if you if you had a suspicion someone was a spy, yeah. you followed them, and then they went and played Baccarat, <laughs> then you would know they were a spy. If Not only, necessarily. If only spies play Baccarat. <laughs> I really Not, like that I've gotten you st- started saying Baccarat. Not every spy <laughs> plays Baccarat, but... Only spies play Baccarat. What is Baccarat? <laughs> I feel like it has like big cards, big tiles that you play with. I don't know what it is. Okay. This is a horrible way to end. Just end it. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> Thanks for listening to One Topic. I hope you guys took a gamble and listened to the show today. No, no, I think it. I hope you take a gamble and listen to a future show. Oh, yeah. That's that. the gamble. Good luck. Greg. Hey, Autumn. Do you like hot sauce? You know, I do like hot sauce, but I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without mm. any additives or extracts, a company that uses local peppers so it's as fresh as possible, and a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. Definitely. And hey, while we're at it, I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with, I don't know, what, let's say no more than five ingredients. Maybe even, and I mean, it's crazy, but there's gotta be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot. Well, you really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses Five ingredients, zero fillers, additives, or extracts, and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hop Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's won best Louisiana-style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once, not twice, three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing. You know how you can get your own bottle of no, hot sauce? No, no. Tell me, please, now. Hoffandpepper.com. And not only am I giving you the gift of the best hot sauce that you'll ever taste, I'm going to give you 15% off if you use the code 1TOPIC15. Hold on. That's... Yes. Get a pen and paper. One. Good. That's O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-1-5. All squished together at checkout. You'll get 15% off your order and your life will be better. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>